Hey guys, welcome to the Grow With Chloe podcast. This has been a long time coming. I've just been scared to start. But here we are now. My friend Jazz, Jasmine Zoe Fit, recently started her own podcast and it has honestly just given me the courage to give it a go and start. The only thing holding me back is truly myself and right now I'm rising above that, I guess. So I want to start each podcast with like a little recap of my week so far, etc. I'm actually not sure what days I'll be posting on yet, but for now, yeah, this is kind of the vibe. I've just recently moved to London, if you don't know, so I'm in the midst of flat and job hunting right now. Both are extremely overwhelming and, you know, not not going fa- fantastic, if I must say. London is a bit of a shit show right now for it, but I know that everything will be okay and I will find a way and I'm living with my cousin right now so I'm not going to be homeless so I don't need to worry about that but I did my morning run on Monday I'm currently doing a runner program three runs a week to get to a really good like quite comfortable quite fast 5k before I up it to 10ks and then eventually I will begin my half marathon training for the Hackney half next year so yeah But I have injured myself from spin class. My right leg is actually a bit fucked. So I'm, today is my complete rest day. Yesterday I was still a bit naughty. And I did a boxing class with Elio. So fun though, don't regret. But today I'm like, no, I need to actually rest and stay still because I wouldn't be able to run again later this week. So I need to listen to my body because it has forced me to listen. (laughs) So picture this, I'm just laying on the bed with this microphone right in front of me quite an unusual setup not not normally used to this so bear with me and yeah welcome to the podcast I'm very excited and I hope you are too so my love of podcasts I really enjoy running and walking to podcasts it just feels it feels therapeutic quite honestly and it's something that you can still say stay concentrated on but do everything else whereas like other media forms like you know YouTube videos and that I find it hard to concentrate on other things but podcast is really good for me to multitask. I've always loved podcasts though as a child I would make my cousins do a voice memo like mock radio show with me and I did it with my I forced then I forced my primary school friends to do them with me and it was just this continuous loop I just love this idea of having like your own radio show even last year when I first started grow with Chloe I did a mock intro podcast episode similar to this um but it never posted and it was also on my phone memos so it wasn't the best quality but now I'm at this point where I'm like fuck it I'm going to do it I want to do it I don't I no longer care how people may perceive me or judge me for having a podcast I'm just going to do it because I really want to do it makes me happy you might learn a thing or two yeah it's just going to be a good time so I'm hoping to use this podcast to preach you know fitness stuff food freedom ED recovery mental health and like psychology things because I have done an undergrad in psych so let's hope it's given me something and just lifestyle in general and know that I am also a 21 year year old girl just navigating how life is like in your 20s so you're not alone in that okay so grow with Chloe origin so I'm an only child um so I just grew up with my parents and some pets but 
I was very much so used to hanging around adults and communicating with adults as a young child. And when I first went into school, I remember being so scared just because I wasn't used to being around kids that much. Like, yeah, I would have had the odd play date, but I just talked to adults a lot. So it was very unusual for me. I have this distinct feeling in my chest of my childhood and it is a lot of anxiety. I had a very privileged and supported childhood, don't get me wrong, I was happy, but I just have this very deep felt experience of anxiety. My body was just on high alert all the time as a little child to right through to my high school experience. I remember family holidays, I would like, I just got so anxious that I would like physically get ill just from the sheer amount of like adrenaline and just how on edge my body was and I didn't really realize this till a few years ago during therapy where I was like wow my body was always anxious like felt like it was under threat and as a little human I didn't actually have too many responsibilities to worry about but at the same time I also didn't have the tools to feel that feeling all on my own and felt it on my own I definitely did but I didn't know how to cope with it, didn't know what to do with that, felt like there was something wrong with me a lot of the time, that I couldn't couldn't be present, couldn't have all this just innocent childlike fun like so many of my friends and peers did when I always felt this enormous weight on my chest. So in high school, I feel like this anxiety, this unhappiness with myself really got channeled into academic pressure because obviously in high school you're more you're more on top of and more focused on what your career will be outside of high school so I was like an A student very academically driven but it was to the extent that I was never satisfied if I got an A minus I would feel a little bit of relief at seeing that grade but then I immediately would be like how do I do better how do I get an A how do I get an A plus and I was never happy with it and it was just really detrimental to me because I I used it as a measure of my worth. My grades were a reflection of my worth. If I had got a bad grade, I felt so terrible about myself that day. I never particularly had a actual career destination or goal in mind. Like it's not like I wanted to be a doctor or something that really required this high GPA, but just in myself, I thought regardless of what I do, I have to be the best at it. But not so much in the motivational discipline way. It was more like, I will feel so shit about myself if I don't wait. So I went through all of high school like this. And then I got to year 12 and it was like a switch flipped. And year 12 is your final year of high school in Australia. I just had had enough. I became quite rebellious. I turned a lot to drinking because in Australia there is quite a drinking culture. And I definitely indulged in that. And I just basically pushed back against everything I'd worked for, for most of my schooling career. I had, I was still getting by with grades, you know, but it was just like this switch flicked and I'd had enough. I was burnt out arguably upon reflection and this is how I felt like I needed to express it. But I remember while I was rebelling and while I was going against this and why I was going out to parties, talking to boys more, getting, I didn't feel any better about myself. I was, instead of getting external validation from grades, I was getting external validation from 
wearing the skimpiest top at a party and getting noticed by boys. Not saying if you did that, that there's anything wrong with it, but I think it just, this self-worth thing that I've always had going on just shifted from one thing to the other. So then the end of the year happened. Got into uni to design an IT. Psychology was always a backup, side note, but got in for that. Didn't want to move to a big city because... I don't know, I was just comfortable in my small regional town. Well, it wasn't really small, but, like, it was a regional town in Australia, so, like, 80,000 people. It was just, I felt comfortable there, you know? I knew where I stood, and I didn't want to change. Went to Brisbane for uni, one of the capital cities in Australia. Then got sent home for COVID, not, like, a month or two into it. So I went back to my hometown, did uni online. This is where I really didn't know how to cope with a lot of things and it kind of all this was kind of almost the climax of it all I really started drinking quite a lot a lot more than in year 12 so I drank a lot and it definitely became this maladaptive coping mechanism against the anxiety that I've talked about facing like my whole life it was a way to definitely numb it and make me feel like what I assumed was a normal human being without all of this constant panic and you know what it for me it was like a band-aid like it was a good band-aid fix but it was actually worsening the anxiety in the long term term and obviously my physical health so I kind of just did the same thing I was partying I was failing my uni degree because once again it was like that year 12 rebellion but fueled by a lot more complicated emotions and obviously the pandemic that I just gave up essentially after a few weeks though I decided that like the next semester I wanted to change degrees it wasn't working for me so I did enroll into psychology but the second semester wasn't going to be for a little while and yeah and it was hopefully under the impression that uni would kind of go back to in person more and I would go back to Brisbane then but in the meantime I was still stuck in my hometown doing online uni so I just partied just really lifestyle definitely wasn't balanced (laughs) is the the very you know self-destructive side of it by the end of COVID lockdown I had gained a bit of weight more than I'd weighed in my whole life I'd always been quite a small quote-unquote petite um girl which arguably called those labels being called those labels my whole life was also kind of not doing good things for me constantly being reaffirmed of you're so small etc I think really did fuel the whole thing I'm about to go into but I started my weight loss journey for the second semester of 2020 so second half of the year essentially when I went back to Brisbane I loved psychology a lot more doing way better in my studies I started drinking a bit less because I guess there was more things to do than being stuck in your backyard in your hometown COVID was definitely still present, but it was a little bit more, a little bit more flexible. So I started getting to exercise, morning routines, journaling. I actually started building quite a good lifestyle routine, a lot better than it had ever been in my whole life. So that was definitely a positive. But towards the end of that year and all of 2021, the weight loss took over my life. I was successful in the weight loss. That happened, but it came so obsessive. End of that year, 2021, I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember 
how how empty I felt and how all my experiences and all these good things happening in my life were always so consumed by my body, by food, what I was going to eat, etc, etc. Everything was consumed by it and it became my identity as being this fit girl when in reality it was it was unhealthy and I lost all my other interests. My body was always cold, my hair was falling out. I always had like stomach issues and had no period for a year and a half. So in at the end of 2021, when I moved out of university accommodation, where which I had been in for like a year and a half, because you have to take away the half year, went back home for COVID. And I think this gave me a little bit of relief in knowing that I wasn't surrounded by all these girls in this student accommodation where might I add I feel like eating disorders were a bit rife or almost encouraged in that you know college girl environment so I felt a little bit more okay to take this step and I remember following a few pages on Instagram actually and one of them was this hypothalamic amenorrhea coach HA which is like loss of period from over exercising and that and almost like ED disordered eating coach so I remember going home for the holidays and I was talking to my mum about it and it was such a big investment like it was a lot of money to get this coach and bless her if she's listening to this she could be nothing against you at all I remember like wanting to do it and she kind of thought like you could just do it on your own like this is quite a lot of money but obviously she did support my decision but I think she didn't fully understand that I needed this I think on the surface it didn't look like it was actually that bad but I knew in myself that I needed help that I couldn't do this alone and I'm so glad that I did. I did coaching with her for I think three to four months essentially weight gain but also having like almost helping me reframe a lot of my thoughts And aside from this coach, I was also seeing a registered psychologist in Australia just for like general, for like a year and a, for like a few years. So come to, yeah, like start of 2022, I think, yeah, I finished my coaching with her. I had got my period back, but I was at this point where I was navigating my new body. I'd never weighed this much in my life before. I essentially was trying to be comfortable with myself, be comfortable with my skin. I'm not going to go too much into this whole recovery thing because I think I eventually will do a whole episode in it. But essentially Grow With Chloe was born because of this weight gain journey. I originally wanted to use the account to document that weight gain progress and like when I get my period back, etc. and promote food freedom, etc. But I wasn't ready. I remember doing that post and I was still so scared during recovery and I just privated the account, didn't continue. But Grow With Chloe really kicked off post-recovery, post all of this work on myself that I felt more ready to preach this lifestyle, balanced lifestyle, you don't need to be restrictive, food freedom, but also, you know, exercising for your health, all that jazz. And that's still what I embody, those messages. And the meaning for me has evolved since coming straight out of recovery to now, it's probably been a year, year and a half I'm feeling more in tune with myself, more more free as time passes on. So I graduated my psychology degree in 
end of 2022 and I decided yes I do want to be I eventually do want to be a registered clinical psych but I'm not ready for it right now I want to take a break do my postgrad study down the track I want to find myself like without this academic validation that I've always sought I want to find myself where grades where external things like my body aren't intrinsically linked to my self-worth so I've worked I just worked at hospitality jobs till mid-year to fund a Europe trip that I was going on with my friends but I also decided that I want to move to the UK Um, so I got a visa that was a whole process but it got approved and after my friends and I finished the Europe trip they went back to Australia and I've been here for about three weeks And I feel quite proud of myself because me during my eating disorder or me during high school, me even a year and a bit ago was so shit scared to do something like this and it just felt impossible and here I am and that's not to toot my own horn, it's just like amazing how we change and evolve throughout our lives and how things become easier and possible in these later stages when you've worked on yourself. So I'm in London now, I'm on the job hunt and flat hunt which is very difficult what I had, I did not realise it was so hard here, it's so bloody expensive to live but we ballin', we ballin'. And I'm actually have really enjoyed this past few weeks where I, you know, I haven't, I've met some friends but I haven't got a big established friend group like I did in Australia I've had so much alone time I've done so many activities by myself that I never would have even done where I was I'm so grateful for the discomfort because this whole experience has been very uncomfortable very lots of emotions homesickness you know fear and it's pushed me to really I've almost been dating myself I've You know, I've been single for essentially my whole life, but I think these past few weeks and past few months, I've actually really come to know myself in a way that I've never known before. And it's crazy. It's crazy to me. But um, yeah, my focus now is really, I'm trying to establish that good routine in London. I'm really passionate about my social media page, Grow With Chloe, and wanting to expand that more into podcasts and maybe the occasional TikTok. And really develop my brand and further that all the while still you know finding things on the side like jobs and a flat place to live I'm currently crashing with my cousin on her couch so it's not that aesthetic if I'm being honest but I'm hoping that you guys can learn something learn something I have to say in these next few episodes this this one was definitely more of a chatty style just get to know me but in the future, they'll be more, you know, informative, a bit more, know what's going on a bit more, because this is my first try. So yeah, I'm, I just think growth in everyone is so beautiful, how we change, and truly these hard experiences we have in life, like my ED, I think it was like almost not meant to happen, these bad things aren't necessarily meant to happen, but I have had such a fuller life since because of it all the stuff I learned during recovery and went through have allowed me to live more of a richer life now 
the anxiety and my whole struggle with that my whole life and going to a psychologist, going to a coach, all these external things that were linked to how I felt and how alienated I did feel with anxiety and being an anxious child. I think it's, I've, I feel things a lot so deeply and I think this is tied in with the anxiety feeling so deeply but now I'd, I'm at this point where I accept it and I wouldn't actually change it because while I feel things so deeply and that means I'm sensitive and things that don't worry people will worry me but also I experience all the happy emotions so deeply as well that I wouldn't trade it and I no longer feel shit about myself because I might get anxious I will say now I'm so proud to say it is at this point in my life at least it is the best it's ever been in my entire life but just because I suffer or you may suffer from anxiety doesn't mean you're boxed into the category of being an anxious person you were just a person with anxiety so essentially reframing that yes I may get anxiety but it doesn't mean I'm an anxious person because that's giving myself this almost boxed in identity that doesn't really allow room for growth and kind of sets you back a bit but yeah that is getting to know me I think at the end of these episodes I just want to remind everyone to think of one thing they're grateful for and you obviously don't have to speak it out loud or anything you may want to write it down later or just think about it but for me I'll just say mine for literally the simple thing the sun shining on my face as I record this podcast it's really nice I really miss the sun coming from Australia so just something simple like that I think we constantly need to have gratitude because you get to these different points in your life and if you don't like sit back for a second and just reflect it can just pass you by these places you've dreamed of mentally and physically being you're there and you know if you don't if you don't have appreciation for it is there ever an end point you know like are you ever going to be satisfied so this was the podcast this is just a little intro episode I hope you enjoyed I'm getting the hang of it um I think next (laughs) next podcast my aim is to say I'm less actually but I hope you enjoyed getting to know me more and I hope we can connect more on this platform more than Instagram allows I just want to say thank you for listening my Instagram is growwithchloe if you want to follow me there but I have a funny feeling that everyone who's listening to this right now is from my Instagram so thank you for listening hi (laughs) but yeah thank you so much um I'll put a new podcast up once a week and thank you so so much for listening I really appreciate it and I hope you enjoyed bye